It's Film Week on LAS 89.3. I'm Larry Mantle, joined by two more of our critics on today's program. With us, Amy Nicholson, who writes on film for the New York Times and hosts the podcast Unspooled, and Charles Solomon, film critic for Animation Scoop and Animation Magazine. And let's start with the animated short films. Uh, And uh, the nominees are The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, The Flying Sailor, Ice Merchants, My Year of Dicks, and An Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake and I Think I Believe It. Charles, share with us, please, uh, which of any of these films you think uh, really showed distinction. Well, I don't know that this is going to go down as a vintage year for animation. It certainly wasn't for features. Um, These films have their strong points and weak points. The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse just won the BAFTA. It has some lovely 2D animation, beautifully drawn, sense of character, sense of style, grace to it. But it's burdened with the narration from the children's book it's based on that's sort of trying to be a Jonathan Livingston seagull for a new generation with Bomo like, uh, well, wasting time with your friends is never really wasting time. And it just weighs this, this film down like an anchor around its neck. Uh, The Flying Sailor is the third nomination for Amanda Forbes and Wendy Tilby, two very talented filmmakers. It's actually um, Wendy's fourth nomination. She earned her first one solo. And it deals with the true story of a sailor who was blown a couple of uh, kilometers through space in the great Nova Scotia explosion back in uh, around World War I. Uh, It's an interesting film. It's mixed media. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite of their films, but I think it's a very interesting film. Ice Merchants, like The Boy and the Mole, has a nice visual style to it, some nice animation, but it just kind of stops rather than uh, ending. Uh, My Year of Dicks has a whole melange of different styles that I don't think they ever reconcile visually, and I don't see what animation really brings to this story that live action wouldn't. An Ostrich Told Me the World is Fake and I Think It Believe It, I Believe It, won the student Oscar. Uh, It's a student film from Australia. There's, um, again, some good stop motion animation. I think it tries to do a little too much and to be a little too meta. But, um, you know, it's, it's an interesting film, but there's no hair love or the wrong trousers or Mm, your basketball mm. that you just sort of stand up and... uh, and cheer for. And now Amy's going to tell me I'm an old curmudgeon. <laughs> so Amy, what, which ones did you really like? I actually liked four of the five. I thought this was a much stronger year for animation than last year. Um, I personally, my favorite among them is my year of dicks. Uh, my year of dicks is based on, you know, there's this memoirist, Pamela Rybon, and she talks about, you know, funny stories from her past. This is her kind of recanting of her attempts to lose her virginity to different guys when she's in high school. And I think the animation here by the director, Sarah Gunnisdotter, really works well because it captures the gap between how this girl imagines her boyfriends, you know, how she pictures them being, how she imagines like them being so romantic and poetic, and how she even changes how she looks to fit each one. 
you know, the animation style does jump around a lot, as Charles mentions, but it, I feel like it kind of jumps around in service of capturing how she's really mutating to try to please all of these different guys. And you really get this sense of a girl who is lost, chasing, you know, you having her imagination drive her instead of actually looking at the facts of her life. And I think I think the animation captures that really well. And it's super, super funny. And it's set in the 90s. I really adored this one. Um, honestly, I thought they were all fairly strong except for the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. It is beautifully done. The animation is gorgeous, but my God, it's like if you took Winnie the Pooh plus Paddington and then like candy dipped them and then rolled them in sugar and then put them inside cotton candy again. Like that's sort of what this is. It is so cloying. And I do think it is pro it's probably for its glaring faults, it's absolute treacle. It's probably the one to beat just because ta-da, it's got celebrities in the voice cast, you know, Gabriel Byrne, Idris Elba, the book itself is a bestseller. It's really the heavyweight, but I find that disappointing because I really think this is a year with a lot of a lot of fun. Like I thought the the message of this year's shorts really felt just like a call to be present in your own life. It wasn't like hectory, it wasn't luxury, but if you look at all of them, they're all kind of saying, you know, be here now. Appreciate the world that you're living in. I thought the flying sailor really had this lovely montage of like everything that the sailor has experienced in his in his life kind of passing by and none of it's really memorable there's seagulls there's fist fights but you get the the sense of weight of his life and ice merchants just has the most beautiful 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 visual style it, it's really this like stark color palette and it uses color in a way that just hammers home this beautiful story about like a widower and his son living on this mountainside all and right. I actually think it's the meta that works but not I, I, not to disagree with Charles wholeheartedly, but fine. It's the meta that works <laughs> the best for me in in an that told me the world is fake because what the director does, Lachlan Pendragon, is he zooms out from beyond the frame itself of the stop motion that he's animating. So he's having this character talk about how he thinks he's living in an artificial reality and how is he spending his days. He works in a cubicle farm. And meanwhile, you see the animator's hands work around him and you're getting this own sense of how the animator is spending his days. And I think those two things play really well off of each other. And I think if it weren't for the hands, the story would be just kind of slight. We're talking about the Oscar-nominated animated short films, the five nominees. Now, uh, the films are available individually on different streaming services. Some of them are on YouTube. So you can search under the Oscar-nominated uh, uh, animated shorts for 2023, and they'll uh, send you to places where you can see these. If you want to see all of them together, uh, you can do that uh, coming up Wednesday, March 8th at the Geffen Theater at the Academy Museum on uh, Wilshire Boulevard. Uh, that's going to be on Wednesday, March 8th. Let's take a look at the uh, documentary short films. The five nominees here are The Elephant Whisperers, Haul Out, How Do You Measure a Year?, the Martha Mitchell effect and Stranger at the Gate. Charles, which of these documentary shorts were you impressed with? Well, I think the Martha Mitchell effect is an interesting film. Um, it's kind of a reminder of, you know, previous political scandals and what went on in them and so forth. But I found it a bit rambly. I think the real standout here is Stranger at the Gate, which is the story of an ex-Marine living in Indiana who planned uh, to bomb the Muslim cultural center there. 
and uh, he was an expert with explosives. He could have done it. He dreamed of killing at least 200 people there. But when he went to do uh, recon on the building, he met the people. They took him in. They were so kind to him. They completely won him over. He converted to Islam and now goes around talking about uh, the journey he took from hatred to understanding. And it's uh, a very moving film, a very powerful story, and one that I think is um, important to hear in today's climate. All right. The Martha Mitchell effect's getting a lot of attention, as I'm sure you've seen. Yeah. Well, again, it's a reminder of previous political scandals. How were they handled? Um, and, you know, she was one of the first women to really come forth and make news uh, in the way that she did and to turn on Nixon to try and defend her husband, not knowing how implicated he was uh, in those crimes. So wow. it's, again, a lot of, of, you know, vivid memories for people of a certain age, myself included. Um, but I think the uh, the Stranger at the Gate has a stronger message and is uh, better assembled. Again, we're talking about the documentary short films that are Oscar-nominated, uh, the five of them, uh, on Thursday, March 9th at the Geffen Theater at the Academy Museum. They'll also be showing these films. And again, uh, these individually can be seen on a variety of different streaming services and YouTube. And finally, the live-action short films. The nominees are An Irish Goodbye, Ivalu, Night Ride, Le Pupil, and The Red Suitcase. Amy, uh, which of these uh, most connected with you? For me, the standout here is The Red Suitcase. It's a it's a taut thriller of a sort set in an airport, in, set in, the, in Luxembourg at the airport there. It starts at the um, arrival terminal where people are getting their luggage, and you realize that there's just one little girl left. She's 16. She's from Iran. She has kind of a battered red suitcase filled with her art supplies. And she really doesn't want to exit the baggage area and go get picked up by her family. And you start to realize just in the panic in her eye what's happening, who the man is who's actually waiting for her with a bouquet of roses. She doesn't speak any languages that anybody there understands. And so it almost is just sort of watching her face in kind of silent terror as a 16-year-old, really out of her depth, tries to figure out how to get out of an impossible situation. It's it's very sad, um, but also just gripping, gripping. And the bright red suitcase of the title is really this visual pop that kind of keeps you going all around this airport and in her various attempts, attempts to escape. I do feel like the live-action shorts in general are kind of burdened by this need to have like a social message attached. They're all very do-goodery of a sort. And I feel like the the committee that nominates these really just is like, well, if it doesn't have a little dose of vitamin to it, what's the point? <laughs> I think that's limiting. Um, but of those, the second best is probably Evolu, which also has a message, but is right. beautifully shot. All right, we're talking about the live-action short film nominees for the upcoming Oscars. My thanks to our critics joining us for this last segment of the program, Charles Solomon and Amy Nicholson. Reminder, tickets available for the 21st Annual Film Week Academy Awards preview with all 10 of our critics on stage at the Orpheum Theater downtown LA. Tickets are at las.com events. We hope to see you March 5th.